0: One, seven things you didn't know, you need to know I'm Kira Evans and this is the Standout 7 Ireland edition In the next seven minutes or so we look back on a week that saw news on Northern Ireland elections A de-escalation of the nuclear drama in Ukraine Trouble for the British economy and Ireland issuing a record-breaking million passports in just ten months of 2022 This is the Standout 7 from the Smart 7 Ireland edition And don't forget to hit the follow button to get daily updates at 7am Peter Micheál Martin said on Wednesday that he's very encouraged by conversations he's had with new UK Prime Minister Rishi Sunak. His optimism came as Foreign Minister Simon Coveney met with Northern Ireland Secretary Chris Heaton-Harris to discuss the ongoing storm and crisis.
1: You know, I made it clear that the Irish government's position is that we, we don't believe an election at this time uh, is, um, is a good thing for Northern Ireland. There really are only two options here. Um, there is a legal obligation to set a date for an election or else there will need to be new legislation uh, to, uh, to avoid an election at this time.
0: Northern Ireland Minister Steve Baker is speaking in the House of Commons on Wednesday evening, said so the government will take action shortly. In line with his legal obligation, my right and friend, the Secretary of State will soon confirm the date of the next Northern Ireland Assembly election as required by law Sure enough on Friday morning Northern Ireland Secretary Chris Heaton-Harris announced in a statement that no elections would take place and that he would announce what is most likely new legislation in the Commons Freelance journalist Amanda Ferguson told RTE Radio 1 it's most likely that Downing Street have intervened I think
1: what we'll have seen is, the, is that number ten has overruled uh, uh, the Northern Ireland office. So Chris eaton harris made a, a big fuss about last Friday's sort of self-imposed one minute past midnight deadline, and it was all quite dramatic. And then it's been the sort of midst of a U-turn since then. So the Secretary of State credibility has taken uh, a bit of a knock, but we are where we are, as we say.
0: This week saw the International Atomic Energy Agency dispatched to Ukraine to check for signs of dirty bombs or rogue radiation. It came as Russia continues to claim Ukraine is planning to use a dirty bomb in the occupied territories and fears the Russian president could use nuclear weapons as his force continued to lose territory. But former PM Boris Johnson says Vladimir Putin would be crazy to escalate to nuclear weapons. Do you fear that he could use a tactical nuclear? Weapon? I don't. I don't think he. I don't think he will. I think he'd be crazy to, to do so. The IAEA reported no sign of radiation at the three sites they inspected and Russian businessman Mikhail Kordakovsky told Newsnight that President Putin's threat of a nuclear strike has fizzled out. There was that growing danger, but after talks with his Chinese colleague, Putin has become much more cautious when talking about nuclear weapons. So I think that danger has now diminished. Russia continues to attack Ukraine's power and water infrastructure with President Zelensky saying that Russian forces have seriously damaged about 40% of Ukraine's energy infrastructure with missile strikes and drone attacks. The good news, at least, is that the Black Sea grain deal is back on. The Kremlin had withdrawn from the deal over the weekend, saying it couldn't guarantee the safety of civilian ships across the region. But a combined effort from Turkey and the UN managed to get the deal rebooted. Despite the power crisis, it appears Ukrainian troops are continuing to advance in the south, closing in on Kherson. And on Czech TV, Ukraine's President Vladimir Zelensky was feeling mischievous when asked, what he would do first after the war ends. After victory, I will go to Crimea. I really want to see. See? <laughs> <laughs> see? The sea. When will it be? Wow. Not in winter, because on the sea, what to do on the sea in winter? I will go when it will be a moment.
1: The Bank of England announced its biggest interest rate rise for three decades, hiking its base rate to 3%. It'll mean more expensive mortgage repayments for many. The bank also warned that the UK is facing the longest recession since the 1920s, as Governor Andrew Bailey explained why they're hiking rates again. Well, quite simply, we're increasing bank rate because inflation is too high.
0: It's the bank's job to bring it down.
1: The pound dropped sharply against the dollar after the news. Speaking to Sky News, Charles Goodhart, former member of the Monetary Policy Committee, agree the problems have been exasperated by the mini-budget and Liz Truss's political decisions. And you can see by looking at the timing of the changes in interest rates that there was a clear, strong and very adverse reaction in the mini budget. Meanwhile, Irish Employers Group IBEC has downgraded Ireland's growth expectation to just 2% for next year down from 3.6% and it predicts that inflation will reach an average of 8% this year and 5% next year. But chief economist Gerard Brady says things could be worse. If you were to pick a European economy next year that was going to do okay in a in a pretty bleak international scenario, actually the Irish one because of those factors of of a strong fiscal position, of strong momentum at a household and business level coming into this period and because because of the links to the US means that we're probably in a better position than most. There have been one million Irish passports issued so far this year. That's a record number beating the previous record of 935,000 in 2019 and with two months still to go. Catherine Bannon, Director of the Passport Service, says the level of demand was one of the reasons that the service experienced delays earlier in the year.
0: We've had a huge amount of demand this year. So to issue one million passports, we've never done it before and we've done it in the first ten months of the year. So it was just demand that was unprecedented and that was a result of... of global occurrences and I think that many of the industries face very similar challenges but we still managed, despite that to issue 1 million passports to Irish citizens. The
1: Department of Foreign Affairs says the reason for heightened demand is partly due to the Covid pandemic and partly due to the reopening of international travel with the passport office's online system renewal requests can come from anywhere in the world so high speed printing is essential and with new equipment they can print up to 7,000 passports per day as passport office spokesperson Flannan Leeson explains.
0: It really depends on the demand and uh, applications coming in. Um, so, you know, we we tend to do a couple thousand passports a day. Um, like with the online service, you can apply for your passport anytime, anywhere in the world. So we're constantly getting in applications uh, to be processed. Still to come in the Smart 7 Ireland edition, there's election
1: news from Brazil and the US, and the celebs head back to the jungle. Right after this.
0: So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast. And use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details.
1: Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, What the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. Brazilian President Jair Bolsonaro finally made an appearance on Tuesday evening. He lost the presidential election late on Sunday night to Lula da Silva and his failure to concede has led to protests and blockades from his supporters. When he finally did speak, he still didn't formally concede and still doesn't call it the winner. He did, however, commit to following the Constitution and Brazil's Supreme Court released a statement after his speech which said that he had, in fact, formally conceded.
0: I want to start by thanking the 58 million Brazilians who voted for me on October 30. As President of the Republic and a citizen I will continue to fulfill all of the commandments of our Constitution.
1: The midterm elections are looming with Americans preparing to head to the polls on Tuesday. But Joe Biden has warned American democracy is under threat as Donald Trump and the big lie Republicans refuse to accept the 2020 election result. Congress is elected around halfway through a president's four years in power and forecasts suggest Republicans will win control of the House of Representatives while the Senate could go either way. In a televised address to the nation, the U.S. president had this message for voters. I know there's a lot at stake in these midterm elections from our economy to the safety of our streets, to our personal freedoms, the future of health care, social security, Medicare. It's all important. But there's something else at stake. Democracy itself. Never wanted to see Matt Hancock eating a kangaroo penis. Well, now's your chance. The I'm a Celeb lineup has been announced, and this year it's getting political. The former UK Health Secretary and still a Tory MP is the 12th contestant entering the jungle. He's already had the whip suspended for signing up to the ITV show, and now he'll have to face the grueling Bush Tucker trials. And Anne, when it comes, sounds like she'll be voting for him. The MP and former Tory politician is not impressed. Uh, as far as I'm concerned, no serving MP should. Disappear onto a reality program, whether it's Big Brother, whether it's Strictly, whether it's The Jungle, for weeks on end, which is what it is, unless, of course, he gets kicked out early.
0: This has been the Smart 7 Island Edition. Wherever you're listening, do us a favor and hit the follow button. We're back Monday morning at 7 a.m. Have yourselves a great weekend. Written, produced, and published by Death